adaptability, this is uh, critical for interns because your role will evolve um, from the very start, early days. You should be just learning about the, the environment, learning about how things flow, getting to know people, building your relationships, like I said earlier. Uh, then once you've got that phase un- un- and you've got a good understanding of the environment, then you want to be starting to contribute. That's where the showing initiative um, comes into play. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Each week I host live Q&As where I present on a topic to help footballers and strength conditioning coaches with practical knowledge. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel to receive a notification and never miss a live podcast. If you're a returning podcast listener and you love the show, please show support by rating the show. It goes a long way into helping us reach more listeners. Let's get into today's episode. Make sure to stick around to the very end as I provide a free AFL workout and power tip designed to give you confidence and an insight into what it takes to play AFL. Let's go. Welcome to the Art Performance Podcast for AFL athletes and staff. Today I'll be discussing my top 10 tips for those sports science and strength conditioning coaches completing a placement at an AFL club. Uh, thank you for the recent uh, member who emailed through this topic to me over the last couple of weeks, um, who's currently completing their placement at an AFL club. Uh, I think it's a, a topic that will interest not only, obviously, sports science students, those completing uni, but I know uh, physical education now at high school setting is pretty applicable uh, to your sports science degrees and certainly a stepping stone um, for those that are interested in working in elite sports. So if that is you, uh, this topic is is highly specific to yourself. I created a blog post um, a week ago, which you can find if you search for in Google, prepare like a pro internship, that should pop up. Uh, so if you're more of a reader and you prefer to read my top 10 uh, tips, then check out the blog post. If you're more visual, you can uh, watch this on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast, um, or you can just simply listen to the podcast recording. For those tuning in on Instagram, G'day, Charlie. Feel free to send in some questions. More than happy for this to be dynamic and fluid. So send in your questions, and I'm happy to happy to answer them as best I can. Um, but we'll get straight into it. Uh, firstly, um, for those academy coaches that are on our membership, which is $20 a month, I'm uploading some new plyometrics uh, as well as speed mechanic drills um, next week. So make sure to check out the academy and, and check out those new drills. Um, I'm also uh, uploading a new um, series where we'll segment all the Get Better Plan and weekly updates into categories. That's a bit easier to navigate through the membership. So, um, yeah, if you, if you haven't checked out the Academy, make sure to join. And um, I, I'm more than happy for podcast listeners or those listening to YouTube Live to offer a free 30-day trial, both for footballers listening in. There's a Football Academy, but also for the coaches uh, listening in. So just hit me up on Instagram if you want that free trial. Uh, shout out to Ben Parker. We're running that online masterclass December 17th. If you haven't got your ticket yet, make sure to book in. Tickets are selling fast. They're only $50 uh, for the general public, $30 for Academy members. So make sure to check that out. Uh, Ben's going to go through not only um, what to eat, but how to prepare your meals uh, and the importance of um, meal planning, as well as recipes easily that you can follow that he, do, he does with the Gold Coast Suns, whether you're looking to gain size 
for this summer uh, for your contest game or you want to fuel your performance and improve your ability to perform a 2K time trial for preseason, as I know um, that's on people's minds at the moment as it's that, that time of year. But we'll get straight into it. My top tips for sports side students looking to excel in their internship. Um, the 10 tips that I've got, and I'll elaborate on all of them. Uh, first one is eager to learn. So that curiosity, I think, you know, uh, it's, you've only got one first impression. And if you're um, looking to put a good impression on on the first day, um, making sure you're really deliberate with the questions that you're asking um, and that you're curious into why things are being done the way that they are. So I think that comes across really quite well. Um, obviously, pick your moments. You don't want to be, if you're working in elite sport or you're, you're doing an internship at AFL club, you know that things move really quickly. Uh, uh, sorry, excuse me. And everyone's relatively busy in their roles, so you don't want to be asking those type of questions when they're working with the athletes. But certainly when there's in-between moments like lunchtime or before the day has started, maybe the, the coaches are lifting at the gym or perhaps at the end of the day um, can be a good time to, to ask those questions or or you could e- easily um, buy your, your mentee uh, a um, mentor, sorry, your a copy and um, ask your questions that way. Um, so that's number one, eager to learn. Hey there, I just want to take a short break to announce that we are thrilled to present a game-changing workshop for Australian rules footballers, the practical application of elite sports nutrition for AFL athletes with renowned AFL sports dietitian Ben Parker from the Gold Coast Suns. In this 60-minute masterclass online, we'll dive deep into the world of elite sports nutrition tailored specifically for AFL athletes. You'll discover how to optimize your nutrition to enhance performance, gain muscle mass, boost recovery, and maintain peak condition throughout the demanding AFL season. This is for all ages and all football levels, whether you're playing grassroots, state level, or of course, if you're a professional athlete. If you're wanting to purchase your ticket, there's 40 left. Um, There'll be a great opportunity to also have a send in your questions and individualize your nutrition program. So if this is something that interests you, click the link in the show notes. It's also in our Instagram bio to claim your spot. Thanks, guys. Now back to the rest of the episode. Number two, build relationships. I think there's many different ways you can go about that. Uh, Don't go into uh, hot and heavy at the start and try and, um, you know, not necessarily spend too much time around people, but trying to accelerate that process. Everyone's a little bit different um, and everyone will grow and navigate towards um, people in a different way. Some people are really happy to um, speak and build that relationship really quickly where other staff members um, maybe takes takes a little bit more time. So um, read the cues, recognize um, people's responsibilities in the program and um, but the earlier that you can be building relationships with people, uh, the better you'll be and the more comfortable you'll be in that setting to be able to not only perform in your role as an intern, but also um, to uh, actually enjoy uh, the process. So build your relationships. Like I said, don't rush them though. Um, Take your time with it uh, and you'll be better off for the long term. Number three, show initiative. I think this is a critical one. Uh, Too often I see interns um, just standing in the outskirts in the corner, um, not really engaging with the athletes, not engaging with the staff, uh, and not showing initiative in how they can contribute to the program. And early days, that's just going to be simple tasks like 
packing up the cones after drills, helping the coaches on the field, um, putting the weight plates away in the gym, uh, asking staff members that are prepping for a gym session or prepping for a field session, what can you bring out to the field? How can you prepare um, the gym by setting up maybe some mobility hurdles and so forth? And the more that you're uh, driving that and showing initiative, uh, the better you'll be, not only from uh, going to point number two, building relationships with your um, those people in um, key roles at the club, um, but also you will um, no doubt actually build more responsibilities uh, in your internship. So you're suddenly from being a fly on the wall, you've now actively got some key areas that you can contribute by building trust um, with those staff members that you can um, show initiative and also really own those roles. Um, they'll therefore give you more responsibility and autonomy in future uh, responsibilities. So that's really, really important. Uh, number four, attention to detail. This is probably some one that's mentioned a lot, but uh, I think it's really, really important if you have any like uh, data um, entering, which is something that I did during my internship at Hawthorne, um, when the, where the weights programs are finished at the end of the week, I would transfer the uh, lifting numbers. So let's say they're doing box squat, the reps that they did and the weight that they had on the bar for that athlete, and it would go to a spreadsheet. Uh, and obviously you want to make sure that you're entering in the right data. So having that, um, it's, a, it's a common sense one, but making sure that you've, you're really not just going through the motions, you're really alert with what you're doing, you're concentrating and you're focusing on quality of work. Number five, time management. Typically interns, obviously you're going to have a day job or an afternoon job. Um, you're going to be completing your degree. So you're going to have a lot of different moving parts, perhaps moving house or moving out of the family home for the first time. So you're going to have some different stresses, some different things that are taking um, you away from that internship and making the most of it. So it's critical that you're, um, you've got good time management skills. Um, you've got a schedule laid out. You know exactly um, what you're focusing on, where you're going to be on each day so you can um, barely maximize the day but also not um, burn yourself out by over committing to certain things. So that's really, really critical for more from a sustainable point of view, I think. Um, too often interns end up uh, being overwhelmed later on in the process and uh, perhaps missing sessions or rocking up late um, and that's only going to do you a disservice. Um, you're probably better off not even doing the internship because the industry is so close in that everyone knows each other. If you um, actually put on a bad impression, um, someone at some point in your career is going to call that person and they're um, not going to have great things to say about you. So if you get a take on the internship, it's it's really important that you put your best foot forward and you give it the respect it deserves. So time management will allow you to do that. Number six, professionalism. Obviously, rock up with the right attire. If you've been given, um, you know, the kit to wear that represents the club, uh, if you're working for a team sport like an AFL club, make sure that you you wear that um, every time you're at the session. Um, make sure that you're wearing appropriate attire to. Um, help out with things like field sessions if that means that you're active in the drills then you want to make sure you got football boots uh, if you're helping out with the conditioning run groups make sure you've got a stopwatch uh, if you need a whistle make sure you've got a whistle pack so make sure that you're um, prepared for every session and you're showing that you care uh, for the program uh, adaptability this is a, uh, critical for interns because your role will evolve um, from the very start early days you should be just learning about the the environment, learning about how things flow, getting to know people, building your relationships, like I said earlier, 
Uh, then once you've got that phase un- un- and you've got a good understanding of the environment, then you want to be starting to contribute. That's where the showing initiative um, comes into play uh, on how you can add value to that program. Uh, and then from there, you're no doubt going to be potentially, if you're doing a good job, hopefully in demand where you've got different stakeholders in the program pulling you in different directions. And that's certainly what I found at Hawks. If you're helping out the gym, you're suddenly now maybe working with the young boys a little bit more closely uh, and helping out with their programming. And suddenly you're um, helping out with rehab and the field sessions. So you're active in that. Uh, you're helping out the coaches with um, maybe being extra number in some tactical type drills where numbers are helpful to have. Um, maybe they're doing a kick out type of drill. So the more that you can um, be adaptable in your um, roles and skill sets, the, the better you'll be in, in adding value to the program. Number eight, research and staying up to date. Uh, that's obviously really important from a um, uh, you know, being able to apply that knowledge in the setting and ask um, relevant questions. So make sure you do your homework. Um, you have an understanding of why maybe the program is doing Nordics um, at the end of the session rather than the start of the session uh, and uh, have an un- understanding of the latest research. And if there's something new that you think would be interesting to the high performance manager or the strength coach uh, and you're across that research, maybe they haven't read it yet, then you could pass that research on uh, and that's showing great initiative as well as it's showing that you are keeping yourself well informed. So I think that puts in good impression. Number nine, show results. Uh, this is something that if your uh, internship is quite applicable, um, then you perhaps let's say you're working with an athlete and you're improving their lifting technique or, you, or for a period of time you're helping with their running technique, um, then actually showing some video vision of some progress that you've made um, with that athlete to your superiors will go a long way in uh, perhaps a future job after that internship, showing that you're, you not only you're helping everyone else and you're assisting making their lives easier, but actually now you're improving the athlete's efficiency of movement. Um, so that can go a long way if that's applicable. For some internships, you may not be hands-on. So um, only if that's in a position where you actually get a bit of autonomy in the program, which you may not, and you may not get that opportunity, so don't have expectations around that. But if you do and you can show results, it's a huge bonus uh, and a competitive edge for whether you get a role in that environment or in a, a, um, perhaps building your referees for future jobs. And then being really open and honest when the time is right about uh, expressing your goals. So where do you want to go in the industry? I think people can be quite vague. Uh, that's fine You go through that phase, but if you're really clear on where you want to go, um, perhaps you want to be a hot performance manager at an actual club or you want to be a rehab coach, you want to be a strength and power coach, you want to work overseas, whatever that goal is, I express that to your spirits because you never know. I'm a big believer of law of attraction. So I think by uh, one, by putting that out there to the universe, um, you're ha- having some form of accountability, particularly if you're doing your superiors, but also um, your front of mind of uh, exactly what you want out of this internship. So if there's if those superiors really care about your development, um, which no doubt they will if you're contributing to the program, they will know of potentially some professional development or some perhaps networks that can help you towards that goal. Um, so by really having clarity on exactly what you want to achieve and why you're doing the internship, uh, that will pay dividends towards your development. So I highly recommend that. So that's the, the 10 tips. I provide a little bit more detail in the blog post, so make sure to search that 
um, on if you just Google Propellator Pro Internship if you want a bit more information. And hopefully, if you're someone listening to this, I would love to know if you're already applying some of those uh, tips in your internship, how you're going with your placement, um, but also are there any key takeaways from this presentation that you're going to take away and apply to your placement. Best of luck with it. Uh, it's a great uh, opportunity, I think, ultimately applying what we learn in university in the environment that if you want to work in performance sport, is an invaluable experience. So highly recommend it if you're thinking about doing it and perhaps you're lacking the confidence, get yourself out of your comfort zone and definitely go for it. A little bit of an update. Obviously, I haven't done a lot of live interviews over the last few weeks, which no doubt you guys have noticed. Um, I'm now back in, back on um, routine, back in Melbourne. Over the last month, I've had um, a couple of weeks in Bali, the ASCA uh, weekend, um, the Australian Conditioning Association weekend in Gold Coast, and then with Tassie, so two family trips, which were fantastic. Um, my little daughter, who's now over one, has just learned how to walk. So super exciting and highlight of definitely the off-season. Um, but that's why I've been a little bit away from the live content and um, uh, doing as many interviews as I normally would. However, we're back on track. As of next week, I've got Sam Dodge, who's the head strength and power coach, um, which Jonas Dodo talked, to, uh, talked about recently. Um, he will be on the podcast 4 p.m. Australian Standard Time next Thursday, so the 30th of November. So make sure to uh, tune in live. If you've got any questions around AFL strength and power, Sam's a leader in that space, so make sure to message me and I'll definitely integrate that into the run sheet uh, and ask Sam. Uh, and equally, we've also got Gareth Sanford in December, and there are two interviews coming up for this year. Um, typically around the Christmas period, it's a, it's a bit of a wind down, so there'll be two weeks that you lose there. But two interviews locked in, um, as well as I'll host another um, footballer's topic. So last month was 2K time trial and my seven tips around seven tips that you wouldn't have heard of before as well on how to improve it and PB your 2K time trial. So check that out. Next month, I haven't got the topic down pat yet, so if you've got any footballers listening in or parents of footballers and you want me to present on a topic, message me on Instagram and I will put a presentation together and put that in as our December monthly presentation for footballers. And same for coaches. I've got a few ideas, but I'll leave it to the audience. If, you, if you're a fan of the podcast or YouTube channel uh, and you've got something like similar to this one, this came from somebody who emailed me a topic uh, which... I thought it was a great one for other strength and conditioning sports science students. So if you've got a problem in your industry, perhaps you hit a roadblock in your sorry, career, or you've just got a burning question that you'd love me to present on, feel free to send that through. And equally, I'll put a presentation together and uh, publish that in or in December. Uh, I mentioned the ASCA, so I've done a bit of professional development. This is the best time of year in the AFL uh, season. We At Melbourne Demons, we start next week. Um, with our first four-year boys. So over the last sort of 10 weeks, uh, it's been a great time to have some a bit of a reset, a bit of um, uh, holidays, obviously, and great time to um, spend with the family. But equally, it's also a great time to do some professional development. So shout out to the ASC Conference, Julia Jones, president there. Um, amazing weekend, some great presenters, and equally some great caliber coaches, experienced coaches in the audience. Uh, I love the presentations, but I, I got just as much value. Um, just speaking to like-minded people in the industry uh, with the corridor conversations. Um, so shout out to Ascar. If you haven't been there and you're in SNC, highly recommend going to the next one. I believe uh, there's talk it might be in Brisbane because it's getting so big. Uh, so 
check that out. I, got, I had Tim McGrath's ACL workshop, which was fantastic. Um, so I highly recommend Tim's work. If you look up Pitch Ready and you know of anyone struggling with their ACL rehab, highly recommend checking out uh, Pitch Ready. It's a, it's a great course. It was, it was great to get a further understanding on Tim's work. I've been aware of it over the last few years. Uh, I've had him on the podcast, of course. You can check out that episode to get a bit more understanding, but it was great to get a great understanding of the way and why he does the way he programs each face, which is highly objective and also he's um, consulted a lot of uh, elite sporting teams, but also worked with a lot of worst case scenario ACL athletes, recurrent athletes, and brought them back uh, to performing at a high level. So shout out to Tim. Really excited. Um about my experience I've had with the Melbourne Rebels this week. They're obviously close with us at, um, at training near Amy Park, um, where I'm at with Melbourne uh, Demons. So it was great to catch up with uh, Luke Vella and the team there. I was there on all day on Tuesday. I'll, I'll spend the rest of the day there tomorrow and hopefully keep that those relationships going for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, it was great to observe their program and, and learn how they do things. Obviously, rugby union, union team field-based sport, but different clearly different demands AFL was football so it was interesting to see how they prepare um the guys and, and and why they do things that they do but equally luke's got a huge amount of experience in rehabilitation reconditioning so it's great to to learn from him uh, and then my last bit of pd that i'll do for the off season is jonas dodu which you would know i had him on the podcast and i bought a ticket for the sports map um uh workshop with jonas which is this saturday it's sold out uh, unbelievable brain when it comes to speed and acceleration mechanics. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to Jodas's work uh, and, and having a practical um, application into what he does with um, both team-based athletes as well as sprinters. So um, I believe Sam Dodge, who we're having on the podcast uh, next week, is also coming down and explaining how he uses view motion, the artificial intelligence that Jonas uses to analyze sprinting mechanics. So couple of people to check out there if you're interested in improving your athlete's sprinting and acceleration technique um, and performance. And then last couple of highlights, completed my Masters of uh, Applied Sports Science at Deakin University, which you can see I've put up on the wall there. So shout out to Deakin. Great course if you're thinking about doing your Masters. Uh, it's super flexible. A lot of it you can do remotely. Uh, and then the applied work that you do do in a practical setting. Um was great. We use gym aware, but there's, there's intensives there. So when you are in the pro in the um, workshops and the applied practical stuff, you can easily block out for those that are working also full time. You can block out days. It's not drip fed over um, two hours here, two hours there. They typically did intensives for in one week or over over one day um, block. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, working full time and having two kids, uh, it was great to be able to block out certain moments of the course. You can get it done in a year and a half if you do it full-time. I did it partly part-time, so I did it over two years. Um, and I was able to get my hours uh, ticked off as well with the work I'm doing on Football Club, which is a huge bonus from a placement point of view because the role that I'm doing is applicable to the course. So if you're in that position, you're thinking about doing it, uh, whether you've, you've just finished your bachelor's and you want to keep rolling or perhaps you've had a few years off and you've been working in the environment and you're looking for something you can do in and around your full-time work, I highly recommend the course. I haven't got a bad thing to say about it. The guys there like Chris Hink got huge amount of experience in the industry, so um, yeah, it's a great great course to, to fit in. And then I'm looking forward to finally doing my, now that my master's is done, my ASCA 
level three workbook this year. So, or in 2024, um, the goal is to get that done well and truly before the next conference. So, uh, stay tuned for that one. If you've completed the workbook, I'd love to hear how much time it took you after doing the course. Um, but that's it for this uh, monthly update for our coaches. Like I said, if you're an academy member listening to this, um, check out the new drills that I'll be adding in and the plyometrics uh, next week in the exercise library, which you can find when you log into our Coaches Academy. Uh, and make sure to, for those listening in that haven't uh, already, uh, anyone that's a fan of the podcast or YouTube channel will get a free 30-day trial on our Academy. So if you're a sports scientist, strength and conditioning coach, and you want to learn how to build your own side hustle uh, or how to have some spreadsheets and some guidance around working in elite sport, the Coaches Academy is for you. So it's only $20 a month, and I'm happy to throw in a free 30-day trial. So if that's something that interests you, direct message me or email me at jackapapalikapro.com. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. I will see you next week with our interview with Sam Dodge. Cheers, guys. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content, learn who the guests are in advance, and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts, and freebies, and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database, and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast, and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like a Pro community possible, and just for $5 a week, you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely anytime. time.